eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Now, as far as Buck is concerned, Buck's been great. I, I think we all admit that. But has he been everything you dreamt about when you were wishing America a very merry Buckmas? Has honestly, this been all of your fantasy, Sal? Honestly, I think it's even more. <laughs> you, forget, you forget how much fun it is to watch an actual freaking manager manage and it's not just any manager he runs circles around these clowns the umpires the opponents it is refreshing you you feel the order and structure within that dugout within the organization he's i guarantee he's bossing epler around and i know sandy olsen doesn't like that so i love having that guy that's to me how baseball should be where the manager is the lead dog not that he's dismissing the analytics and the information he takes all of it so i think honestly he's been even better than i thought and there's no way you know the old adage oh manager's five games better or or, or it's a difference of five games a better manager bull crap when you factor in buckshow Walter versus louis ross you think that that's a five game difference no way so it's and no, you're going it, from Callaway and rojas to buck it's been better than i thought you're you're, you're right about something like I, i've always been a believer that the manager is overrated, that it's all about the players and locker room chemistry is overrated. And everything you said that you disagree with, I have said over the years and I own it and I stand by it, but this is different. I, I do agree with you. And I think that maybe it's watching the extremes of a bad manager in Luis Rojas. And I thought what, what Luis was really bad at, that Buck is really, really good at, that I know we can't measure, is the way he runs the locker room. I mean, right. Luis Rojas had no freaking idea what the hell was going on half the time. And I don't have that concern with Buck Showalter. So there's no way to measure this. I can't tell you how many game difference it would be because it's impossible when you're talking about like running a room. But I do get the sense that Buck Showalter is just a better people person. Like, I think he talks to Francisco Lindor, stuff he'll never tell us about. And I think their conversations help him. I think Buck Showalter is probably talling, talking to him, probably in spring training, about New York and handling New York and the pressures in New York. So Correct. He has, he's great at that, I admit. But the experience, I mean, we've gotten to a point in sports where 
experience doesn't matter when hiring a head coach, when hiring a manager, whatever it may be. It should. Buck Showalter's using his experience, not just in New York, but years and years of experience managing at the big leagues. There's a reason he's so great at what he does because he's done it before. Now, obviously, he's done it well, and he knows the game, and he loves it and all this stuff. You know, you have to be good, too, not just experience, but experience is such a big part of it. And maybe it does make it better or or the difference seems more significant because we were watching Mickey Calloway and Rojas. Yes. still, Buck's going against the best. I think there's a there are some good managers in baseball. Alex Cora is a really good manager in baseball. So I think if we were just watching Alex Cora for five years and then went to Buck Showalter, our view on it would be different. We were watching Luis Rojas, who had no idea about the rat raccoon controversy or the fact right. that Met players are going thumbs down. And that's where I do think managers make a bigger difference. I think the day-to-day, you know, when are you pinch hitting for this guy? When are you use, taking this guy out? It's subjective. Like, we're all going to argue and complain about different things. I think for the most part, Buck's done a great job. I find myself complaining a lot less about decisions than in the past. The one, and I don't know if this is a knock, but you can't deny this, Sal. He does lie to us frequently. I don't know if you've picked up on that. Yeah, and I don't generally care about that. Okay, I mean, that's fine. But, but yeah, I mean, even the way that he... I, don't know, I wouldn't even say he dances around questions. He flat out ignores questions and comes up with some kind of answer that he wants to answer it with as opposed to whatever the writer or the you know whoever's asking the question is asking him so it could be a little annoying and maybe more so if they weren't winning however I don't care I love that he keeps the clubhouse in order I love that I don't even have to think about it or worry about it I know that the Mets have an advantage every time they take the field with Buck doing everything, you know, like you said, outside of the subjective moves, doing everything the right way, knowing the rules, knowing this, knowing that, not making mistakes that would beat the team. They don't beat themselves. So I love watching Buck show Walter manage and the team plays a brand of baseball. That's also fun. They play baseball. It's not buck ball. It's not small ball, small ball. They play baseball, which is refreshing in today's day and age. Well, a lot of, teams do it. a lot of what they're doing, which is great. I don't even know if it necessarily involves Buck Showalter. Like, the way this team is built, they're not a power team. They've got one slugger in Pete Alonso, like we talked about earlier. And two, the Eric Chavez hire is looking so freaking brilliant because I think his approach with hitters of you don't want to have too much information. I want you to have good at-bats. We're not just focusing on launch angle and hitting the ball as high and far as you could go. Like, I don't know how much time you ever spent on baseball savant, but I've I've looked around it, and I, I find it interesting Uh, some of the numbers that they have. And Jeff McNeil breaks baseball savant because Jeff McNeil's hard hit rate is not that high. His exit velocity is not that high. And it's like, what's happening? Is he hitting into luck? No, Jeff McNeil's good enough to know they're not playing there. So I'm going to hit the ball there. And if it's 65 miles an hour, who gives a crap? I'm getting a pace hit. And I think they've got a lot of guys like that. They've got guys who could put together great at-bats and guys who, you know, the whole Willie Keeler adage, hit the ball where they ain't. And I think a lot of that is the way they're built and then be the philosophy of Eric Chavez. Now, look, he's on Buck's staff, so sure, I get Buck credit for it. But I think that's a part of the the quote-unquote Buck ball that we're getting. This team is built differently, and I think we like it as old-school fans. They're not relying on home runs and not striking out a million times. Dude, they have more sacrifice flies this year than they had all of last year. Which is something that I love. They just tack on, okay, take a run here, two runs there. Before you know it, it adds up to six runs in a ball game just by playing the game 
the right way. A guy like Mark Canna putting the ball in play, giving you quality at bats, those comebacks, you know, making other teams make mistakes. It's refreshing yes. to see them do that. And you're right. You know, the approach under Alderson, and I used to love Alderson, but clearly something was off there because even when he had talent on his team, they never were good offensively or as good as they should have been. And it's because of that dumb approach where they're trying to get guys to think too much or take too many pitches. Chavez somehow was able to translate the analytics to the current player. And it's worked brilliantly. You don't need to have powerhouse. It reminds me of the Royals in 2015. I mean, that's I've the said the same team. thing. I agree with yeah. you. And that's that's a team I want to be like because, right. look, it's not completely the same. Obviously, the Mets had better starting pitching. The Royals had a better bullpen. But from a lineup perspective, I completely agree with you. And that's why if you can add one more big bat to go along with all of what we described, now you're talking about an elite-level offense. Even though they're scoring five runs a game, and they've done fine offensively. The numbers are all solid it still feels like they're missing that one thing that could really put them over the top. Especially when you talk about, you know, look, postseason's different. It's not going to be as easy to get guys on and string hits together in the postseason the way that the Mets have been able to do it. You know, it's you need at least another threat of a guy who could change the game with one swing of the bat. You're talking about going up against the Dodgers or the Giants or, you know, the Yankees in the World Series potentially. They need one more bat. They have balance, which is good. If they could have one more power bat, I think they'd have a, a really nice balance in that line. So a few weeks ago, uh, Craig gave me crap for saying that I, I don't want to play the Yankees in the World Series. I want to get to the World Series, and I'd rather play the Minnesota Twins. Uh, this may not surprise you. Joe Beningo completely agrees with me. We had this discussion <laughs> a few weeks ago as well. I know that Pete Hoffman's been taking flack from his host on the Midday Show saying, you wuss Met fans don't want to play us. It's not about being a wuss. Well, maybe it is a little bit. I, there are a few reasons, one of which I want all the attention on us. I don't want to share it with the Yankees. Look, you, you do five hours every night. You do a great job, and it's a challenge I've run into for 17 years. You want to be fair. Now, you do a terrible job being fair about the Nets, but that's different. That, that's, <laughs> that's okay. Like, we can live with that. There's only 35 fans. It's not a big deal, okay? I don't want to share the World Series with the New York Yankees. Do you want that? Like, are you looking at saying, yeah, bring those bastards on? Like, do you want, if we're lucky enough to be in the World Series, to face those guys? No, and it has nothing to do with worrying about losing to the Yankees, I that that is the, the I couldn't care less. I mean, obviously, I could. It would be annoying, sure, but it's you care. You don't want to lose to them. <laughs> no, but it's I wouldn't want to lose to anybody. But it's already happened. I lived it. I was right. there. I felt the pain in the prime of my fandom. So it's not that. What I said in 2000, I think, still applies now. And I say this on the on the show regularly because it's come up so often here this year. It's from both sides. First of all, the Yankee fan who wants to play the Mets is just stupid. All they have to do, <laughs> there's nothing I good agree. that could, there's nothing good that could come from that. You're a sharing the spotlight and b risking losing to the Mets. That's that you can't do that. You already beat the Mets. That's it. It's over. The one thing that may be able to have Mets fans have an edge on the Yankees is to beat them in the World Series. So the Yankee fan that wants that is stupid. But from either the Mets or the Yankees, and obviously we're Mets fans, so I give the Mets perspective. I hated it in 2000 that the Mets, for the first time as an adult that made the World Series, shared the spotlight with the Yankees. It wasn't about the Mets in the yes. World Series. It was about the Subway Series. That's what I don't want. So why would 
Why would a Met fan want, hey, they get to the World Series, it's about the Yankees and the Subway Series as opposed to Mets, Blue Jays, and it's a World Series. And you could say the same thing for the Yankees. First time back since 2009, it's not going to be about the Yankees. It's going to be about the Mets, Subway Series, both teams. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I try, and I tried to do this with BT. He didn't agree with me, and I'm surprised about this, maybe because it feels so far away. I said to him, you're a Jet fan, okay? We have... Been close to getting to the Super Bowl, but we've never in our adult life, in our life period, experienced the New York Jets two weeks Super Bowl week. You've gotten to experience it as a fan. You've gotten to experience it twice as a fan. It's an amazing feeling. I assume it's an amazing feeling. I have no idea because I haven't experienced it. I say to him, would you want to share that with the Giants? Like, would you want a Jet-Giant Super Bowl? Here we are, the Jets finally get to a Super Bowl, and we got to share it with the New York Giants and I would think that with Jet fans, that would resonate. Like, yeah, I don't want to share it with the Giants. And that's really what it comes down to. Now, you keep saying the Yankees are going to win the World Series. Like, do you think that? Or are you just trying to placate those arrogant bastards? Um, I do believe that. Now, But again, I've, I've felt this since 2017. I've felt pretty much every year that they were going to at least get to a World Series. I think I'm still brainwashed. From the Dynasty teams that I grew up watching. Like, yeah. I always feel... I know they haven't been to a World Series in 2009. It doesn't feel like that to me. At some point, they're going to break through. I don't see anybody in the American League legitimately challenging them. So, why wouldn't I just say, well, yeah, the Yankees are going to World World Series. I, I don't know if I believe it or not fully yet, but I do believe they're getting there. Like, 100%. I'd be stunned if anybody... And the Astros would be maybe the one team, but I don't think anybody's beating the Yankees. I think they're getting to the World Series. And we'll see what happens. If DeGrom and Scherzer are healthy and the Mets are there, I mean, I think the Mets might be better with the pitching, but I, yeah, I, mean, I think they're getting there at least. It takes a lot of time to heal our old wounds, and it's taken <laughs> me a long time to no longer look at the Yankees as the dynasty Yankees, a team I grew up with, a team that tortured me uh, in high school. So I get it. And to me, it all flipped in 04. You know, when the Red Sox came back from 3-0 down, I look at the Yankees as very good. I mean, obviously, they've won a World Series since, mm-hmm. but they're not the same. And slowly, as a Met fan, I'm also starting to change. There's always been that inner Wilpon negativity about bad things that are about to happen. And look, last year was a bad conclusion of the year, and that has nothing to do with the Wilpons. But I think slowly, I'm starting to realize that what we grew up with and what we're used to is not reality anymore. And it takes a while but I'm slowly getting there with the Mets. I'm all the way there with the Yankees. Understood, but it's not like we're making it up and the Yankees have 35 wins. I mean, they are dominating every freaking night. Who in the American League is going to beat them? They own the AL East, which is supposed to be the toughest division. You think the Twins or the Guardians are going to challenge them? So now we're ruling out, at least I am, the whole American League East, the American League Central, there's one team left. One team. That's it, and it's a team that, it would be fitting for the Yankees to play them and get over the hump. That's the team. It's the Astros. I don't think the Astros are as good as they are in years past. I think the Yankees are better than they are. So, again, I don't know if I would 
I'm having some fun saying they're going to win the World Series. Maybe I throw in a little jinx on there. Like I did with the <laughs> That's what's division. going on. <laughs> but but I do fully believe the Yankees are getting to. When, look, it's time. I mean, they're too damn good. Oh, it's been too long. I agree. I mean, if I would have told a Yankee fan after 2017, it'll be 2022, you're not in the World Series, they would have thought I was nuts. But I'll never forget watching Game 6, Yankees-Mariners of 2000. And Michael K still haunts my dreams with that get your tokens ready line. Like that line is still in my, get your tokens ready. Yeah, shut the hell up. You can take your tokens, stick it up your ass. That kills me to this day. If the Mets are in the World Series, they've won the NL pennant. They just beat the Dodgers in six. And now it's Yankees Astros game six at Yankee Stadium. You're putting that Altuve jersey on, bro. You know it. I just don't want now. Look, it's also you know I'm torn from a broadcaster's perspective. You know, for the fan, for SNY, for like Subway Series is going to be it'll be unfreaking believable. Okay, I disagree. I disagree. I'm going to tell you why. How? Right? How I do keep, you disagree with that the, I, the station would be insane. The okay. calls, the the intensity with Subway Series now with social media, it would be. 10 times better oh, than it was in 2000. Oh, it would be insane. I'm not disagreeing about that. Here's my point, because I always hear this. It drives me nuts. It's good for the station. It's good for business. Whatever. If the Mets are in the World Series against the Minnesota Twins, that's good for the station. The Mets are in the World Series. If the Yankees are in the World Series against the Braves, that's good for the station. It's like If a New though. York team's in the World Series, Here's we're doing okay. Here's why it's different. And again, like I said, from a fan, I don't want any, I wouldn't want any part of it for either side. But from a broadcaster's perspective, you're talking about like history. There's a part of me, I wish I was on the air in 94 to see the Knicks and Rangers be that good at the same time. I wish I was on the air in 2000 to be a part of that Subway Series and have a voice. That's historic. Like you're talking about non baseball fans in this town getting into every pitch talking about it every game the hype like it's it's just different i mean were you doing were you on the air at that point in 2000 at no, all no i did my see the the history i got to experience was 06 i mean 04 right. a little bit i was part time so i wasn't on like every single night but right. i was on after game 7 of 2006 and like it still haunts me thinking about it but it's all history <laughs> like i i get it mets yankees uh, amazing history but Mets Royals was history. It was the World Series. Not, it's not the same. You even you have to admit that. Come on. And this year, you know, I've, the Subway Series, I loved it. I went to the first game ever. I used to go to every game at Shea, and then I'd go to at least one at Yankee Stadium for a long time. I did that when it first started out. So, to me, it's lost its luster. This year is going to be different. Those four games, the two in, I know, uh, end of July and then August, right? It's yeah. July and August. City yeah, and then they, Yankee, yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be insane. I'm intrigued by this. Like, I, I'm i not disagreeing and saying it's not going to be insane, but the Subway Series has been going on for 25 years. We just passed the 25-year anniversary of right. Dave Malicki's greatest performance ever. <laughs> I, I'm curious. 25 years. Yes, these two teams look great right now. I'm curious if it's going to be as insane as the late 90s. Like, Because a part of that was the newness. A part of it was you hated it. I mean, we hated Roger Clemens. Oh, my God. We wanted to just rip his fat steroided head right. up. Still do. Of course we still do. But, but, but Ev, the difference is that both teams, I mean, this is rare. Both teams are actually legitimately good. In 2000, yeah, the Mets were good. And the Braves just hit a home run here, down 3-2. 
the the Mets will legitimately <laughs> race baseball, baby. The Mets, I'm watching a, a hold on for dear life with the Giants here trying to I get know, one. I know. The the Mets are legitimately good at the same time as the Yankees. It's different. They were good in 2000, not on the Yankee level where the Yankees were. I know, agree. In, in the dynasty run, so that's I think what makes it different. That the Mets fan legitimately feels like they have and they have the richest owner in the sport. It's now. They don't have the history yet, and they don't have you know the built-up consecutive postseason appearances yet, but the playing field has been leveled here. It's different now. All right. Well, we'll see if it happens right now. I'm just Let's just win the freaking division and get to the uh, divisional series automatically. That's my goal. But I appreciate it, Sal. You can check out Sal, obviously, on WFA and the Overnights and Baseball Night New York on SNY. Thank you very much for popping on, and thank you for listening to this edition of Rico Bronya. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rico Bronya podcast. It's amazing, isn't it? Make sure you download it now to keep it on you at all times.